Good morning, Arkansas. Your morning show is on the radio. Good morning, Kelly Perry. Good morning, Brandon Baxter. Here we are. Today is Tuesday, July the 20th of 2021. I have one of those small aggravations going on today that will end up driving me absolutely insane. Which means that will drive me insane. What is happening? Now, you know those stupid mosquitoes that are all across oh. the state? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, I have a bite. Mm-hmm. And my bite is right on my ankle where my shoe connects to my ankle why do, why do they go there oh my gosh they know and it's like i want to rub my shoe against it but i know the more i do that the more rot becomes and the I more know. of a pain it becomes and blah 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 we can barely go outside right now i know we're the same way i mean once it gets to about seven thirty or something like that you are done you might and, as well not go out and we have a screened in porch it's like they find ways that was we were talking to our buddy kevin reed from vet care uh, just uh, last week and he said it's almost like when he goes outside it's like like there's a vacuum, the air conditioner vacuum that sucks all the mosquitoes inside yes. the house. So we're opening the door and trying to sneak out as fast as we can. Yes. Because now I'm like what uh, my mom and my grandmother were like when, when I was young, which is close the door. Or go, 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 hurry. Right. Yeah, right. Why is the door open? Are we trying to air condition the entire neighborhood? Why is that a, like a rite of passage that we all become that? My husband likes saying, uh, so is that door open for a reason? Oh, do you leave the front door open? Well, not normally, but oh. I just can hear him going, um, is that door open for a reason? Just letting the dogs go to the bathroom. That's all I'm doing, Joey. I do not sound like that. <laughs> That's hot, Joey. Oh, my. <laughs> so today on July the 20th, we celebrate the fortune cookie on National Fortune Cookie Day. Loved those when I was little. It's also National Moon Day, which Kelly loved to do when she was in college. <laughs> That's not true. No. Today commemorates a day that man walked on the moon in 1969. Oh, a little bit of a different meaning than what you were going for. You know who was up there on the moon? Can you give me any of the names? Neil Armstrong. Neil Armstrong. Buzz Aldrin. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was a teacher, maybe. The man. The man. What do you mean, the man? On the moon. Just oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, today is National Lollipop Day. So if you're a fan of lollipops, I mean, we could bust out maybe some Lil Wayne. No, a lot of country stations play Lil Wayne. Is this a good one? I see. Yes. Oh, no. No, it's not no. a good one. You should don't cut, need to play this Should one. I cut that one off? Yeah. What about uh, one of the things that I starred in when I was a youngster? We So those are the munchkins from The Wizard of Oz. I'm Kai told me for knowing that. Yeah, I know a couple movies. I'm pretty good. So I was getting ready to tell Kai goodnight, and I gave him a hug goodnight. I said, goodnight, buddy. I'll see you tomorrow at lunch. And he said, goodnight, Stubby. He yeah. was listening to the show, I yeah, guess. He knows that drives me insane. <laughs> also, we gave Kelly the opportunity to find a lollipop song, and she went all the way back to her childhood, 1958. Brandon. Lollipop. One of my dad's friends. Oh, good, good job, Kelly. Couldn't hear a word. It's a fun one. Yeah, that's a good one. 
<laughs> okay, so we have that. We can also celebrate uh, National Jump Day today. It's actually World Jump Day, so with the vision being that if we all get up and jump, we can change the atmosphere. It's kind of a joke, a little bit. Yeah. But they're saying if we all collectively agreed to do something, we could help climate change and the yeah. orbit of the earth and gotcha. all that different stuff. So when you're thinking about jumping, you think maybe, I don't know, Kelly's favorite song as a kid. You used to perform this, right? I mean, I still do perform it. I mean. All right, we'll do that today on social no. media. That's a good jump song. I don't know. What about the Pointer Sisters? Jump for my love. Jump in. So, World Jump Day today as well. Thanks for getting up, starting your morning with us. Welcome to Tuesday. Let's throw one back on this day in country music with Brandon Baxter in the morning. So the year was 1996 and Ricochet had the number one song in country music on this day. She's got her daddy's money, her mama's good looks, more laughs than a stack of comic books. It's a deadly combination. She's a good bass fisher. A dynamite kisser. Country as a turn of green. She's got her daddy's money. Her mama's good looks. And look who's looking at me. 25 years ago, the number one song in country music. Her second cousin was my third grade teacher. I used to cut her grandma's grass. Come on. Mama's good looks, more laughs than a stack of comic books. Wild imagination, a college education, add it all up. It's a deadly combination, she's a good fast fisher, a dynamite kisser, country as a turn of green. She's got her daddy's money, her mama's good looks, and look who's looking at me. This song makes Kelly so happy. It's fun. Yeah. 25 years ago, this was number one. She's got her daddy's money. Her mama's good looks, man. Come on. If you got any miracles handed, maybe you can grant me one. Just let me walk down the aisle and say I do. To that angel with the choir of She's got her daddy's money. Her mama's good looks for her A dynamite kisser, country as a turn of green. She's got her daddy's money, her mama's good looks, and look who's looking at me. She's got her daddy's money, her mama's good looks, and she's looking at me. It's Ricochet, daddy's money, number one on this day in 1996.
Brandon, Baxter in the morning. Here it is. Welcome to Tuesday morning. And y'all, as always, Kelly Perry. Well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas. Brandon, Baxter in the mornings. Gotcha gossip. I right, gotcha gossip this morning on Kim Kardashian and Kanye West. So what's the deal? That's the question. Kim Kardashian and Kanye, obviously they started this whole divorce thing back in February. Uh, We're still not seeing a ton of stuff about that, other than the fact they're trying to co-parent and do the best that they can. Now, there is talk out today about Kanye and Irina Shayk, the supermodel. They're dating. They've known each other for a minute. She appeared in a music video back in the day. And now, of course, uh, once the relationship's over, they become friendly again. But the story is Kim Kardashian supports Kanye in the new relationship. She says that as long as uh, they're working together with the kids, that's all that really matters to her. She does want Kanye to be happy. So if you were thinking, oh, my gosh, what does Kim think about the fact that Kanye has moved on to a supermodel? Kim Kardashian appears to be, well, a OK. Got your gossip on Justin Bieber. And I'll be right here with you I got my features out in Georgia. Oh, yeah. I get my work from California. So yesterday, Justin posted a black and white photo of himself and his wife, Haley, with the caption that said, quote, mom and dad. So, of course, it's Justin Bieber. So all of his fans started freaking out, wondering if this is Justin's way of hinting that they're going to be parents. Well, hours later, Haley finally commented, quote, I think you should maybe change this caption to dog mom and dad before anyone gets it twisted. Right. So then she laughed. You know, she did a little laughing emoji. So enough already. Show us the puppies, right, Brandon? That's what you were saying earlier this morning. That is pretty much what I say all the time. Yeah. So hopefully, maybe soon, we're going to get to see a new furry addition to the Bieber family. There you go. How about that? All right. I'm a little bit speechless <laughs> this morning. And y'all got your gossip today on Megan the Stallion. Yaddy, 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 yaddy. So, I got a text from Kelly's son, Kurt, who is telling me the Sports <laughs> Illustrated swimsuit issue is out. What? That's not true. That's what he told me. You. He told me that. He okay. was very excited. Okay. I used to love it when this would come out as yeah, well. Yeah, right. So, featured in this uh, swimsuit issue is Megan Thee Stallion, which I thought was really cool. She actually has a cover with her on the cover, and she posted that screenshot on Instagram, she says, Real Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition Cover Model something. Oh. She goes on to say, The first female rapper on the cover of SI Swimsuit. And I want to thank all of the strong women in my life who inspired me to love my body and live my best hot girl life. It means the world to me to be on this cover. Dream come true. Wow. And I'll tell you, she looks really pretty. So, yeah. Megan Thee Stallion. Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Cover Girl. I'm a savage. Classy, bougie, ratchet. Sassy, you were telling me your coffee was going to get sent here to work. Oh, it can't go to the house. Yeah. Yeah, Kurt's going to drop it off later today. <laughs> nice. He bought three. Oh, oh, did he? Yeah, he did. Thanks for telling me. Uh, got you gossip on Prince Harry. So, apparently, Prince Harry has been secretly working on a book for about a year. He's already sold the deal to a publishing company. So here's the story. The first draft is almost done, but it's not titled yet. So apparently he's going to make money off the book, somewhere around $20 million. According to the publisher, though, he's going to donate all of the proceeds to charity. That sounds really good. Well, here's where the drama comes in. 
The story is that Prince Harry has been working with the Ghost Rider, and that it's a senior member of the royal family. So this is probably going to be frowned upon, whoever that person is. Uh, yeah. uh, also, Prince Harry didn't warn Charles about the $20 million book deal, so the rumor is the royal family was kind of surprised when he revealed that he's written a book. Also, by the way, Prince uh, Harry says that the book is not about the prince he was born, but as the man he has become. Yeah, but here's the deal. The reason they keep the royal family so secretive is because they don't take big payoffs to go and do stuff like this. Right. The fact that that payoff is there Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden the secrets might get out. Because let's just be real. We know families. Every family has drama. Right. And they're saying the release date for Prince Harry's book is somewhere in the late 2022. All right. Get ready. Prince Harry about to blow the lid off the royal family, it seems like. And of course, every morning here on Brandon Baxter in the morning, we got your gossip. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So you can't be making minimum wage and affording your child's first birthday because evidently the price of like the birthday bash is going up and up and up. And everything says that there's no way a kid remembers their first birthday. Right, exactly. Like, they just don't. Mm-hmm. Now, maybe you'll go back and you'll see photos and all the stuff mm-hmm. when you're older. And look, like, oh, that's cool what they did for me and stuff like that. But Kelly was telling me she didn't believe in uh, really supporting the first birthdays very big back in the day. She was going to wait and save money. I've never said that. Did you do a big party for Kurt on his first birthday? Yes, we did the whole smash cake thing, and Kurt did not like the cake. So to get cute pictures, I just wiped icing on his face to make it look like he had eaten the cake. Yeah. Yeah. We did something kind of similar, but we had people like, uh, we had people all over the house, right? And it was, I guess it was more about us as parents, and it's a milestone for the parents that were celebrating their birthday. You made it a year. <laughs> yeah, we made it a year. <laughs> he survived. They say, though, that the average uh, one-year-old birthday party now costs about 293 bucks, And the custom cake is the most imp- the right. expensive part of it. And I'll never forget, we went to a custom cake spot. And this is almost 12 years ago or 11 years ago. <clears throat> and I remember thinking, well, there's no way this cake's going to be much more than like, I get like, you go to the store, you buy a $20 cake, right? And I'm thinking, okay, what's this going to be? 40 bucks, but it's going to be custom and we can have Moose A Moose on there because Kyle was all into Moose A Moose from either Disney or Nickelodeon or something. Um, but that cake was like 120 bucks. What? Yeah. It was ridiculous. I almost passed How many out. servings were in the cake? Well, it was regular size cake. You would think I bought a wedding cake. <laughs> wow. I mean, it was good. It yeah. was real good. Yeah. But when I saw the price tag, of course, I didn't know what I was paying for. <laughs> Leslie orders a cake. Lined in gold, I guess. Mm. So anyway. Uh, the smash cake, the smash cake is part of that. Now that wasn't, I think we got him a cheap little smash cake Yeah, and we had to do the exact same thing, but I'll never forget his first birthday party. Uh, Kai had this deal where for whatever reason, he thought it was funny just to reach up and grab us in the face when he was a baby. And you know, sometimes kids have sharp nails, like razor blades, yes, like a cat. Mm -hmm. And for his first birthday, somehow earlier that day, he scratched me on the face. So in all of our pictures, I have this bloody cheek. (laughs) Aww. Such sweet memories. Yeah, yeah. Still looking for those sweet memories. He's almost 12. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So a lot of people are about to take their last-minute summer vacation trips. Maybe you got to go visit family. Maybe you're going to the beach. Maybe you're going to Disney. Whatever the case is, you have about four weeks left until you got to kind of get back into the rhythm of, you know, regular life and school and all that kind of stuff. So a survey was done talking to people about the typical road trip, and the typical road trip is just under four hours. Okay. So, like, for us, where are we going? Four hours. 
I mean, you know, it's, it's shorter to get to somewhere like Hot Springs. Yeah. You could go, I don't know, Memphis, Little Rock, mm-hmm. of course, Nashville, not too far down the road. Yeah. St. Louis, not too far. They say the average trip is just under four hours and covers about 150 miles. And typically, four people are in the car. Okay. So we have three on every trip. We barely ever travel with anybody extra. And we have five. Which is ridiculous. Every trip. That just seems like it's built-in drama. It is. Because there's different <laughs> there's different potty schedules and all uh-huh. that. And Someone's people, touching someone. And people like different food. Uh-huh. I don't want that. Like, you all have to come to a five-way agreement. Yes. That's crazy. Uh, they say on that road trip, we, we hear uh, the quote, are we there yet? The question. <laughs> About four times, unless your kid's younger, and then you hear that every four mm-hmm. minutes. Mm-hmm. We almost there. Are we there yet, Dad? How much longer? They say we play two travel games in the car, typically. A lot of people play I Spy, where you're trying to figure mm-hmm. out what other people see. I used to love the name game. That was my favorite. Uh, Brandon, Brandon, Bo Bandon, that one? No, oh. not that one. Name game. We, we would do, because me and my wrestling buddies, because we'd have those long trips, like six, six and a half, seven hours. So we would play the wrestling name game because, you know, we're all wrestling people. But let's say we were going to play the, I don't know, uh, country star name game. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to say, let's say I start with Garth Brooks. Okay. You have to start with somebody with a B. Brett Eldridge. And then I have to go with the E. Okay. <laughs> Eli's. Eli Young Band. <laughs> So I gotta come up with a B. Brett Young. Uh okay, so you get the game. Yeah. Who I've starts won, with a I've y? won twice. Who starts with the Y? Yodeling Brothers. The Yodeling Brothers. Okay. <laughs> so that's a game people play in the car. They talk about foods. We consume about six snacks on our road trips. Mm. The most popular one is a sandwich. Who wants to eat a sandwich? Who in the heck packs a cooler of sandwiches? The part of the road trip that's fun is stopping at the gas stations. And picking. And paying like three bucks for a candy bar. <laughs> you get you the know? king size, don't you? Well, I'm just saying that's ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, this drink, two two fifty. Oh, that's a great deal. Yeah. But that's part of the fun mm-hmm. of it. A lot of people eat chips. Some people love to get their sweets. And a lot of people love listening to music on the road. Some of the most popular road trip songs, if you're about to hit the highways... I don't know about this one. I can't say that I've ever heard this one on a road trip. What? I'm not sure that I really feel that one quite as much. Pharrell makes a list of some of the best, some of the best uh, travel songs. You must not have been in my car on a road trip. How about this one? Another big time road trip song. This is it, man. I'll never forget that. We were on our way to Nashville, and I was all excited about being able to control the music because Kai had finally fallen asleep, and Leslie's like, I don't care what we listen to. 
And I'm like, cool, I'm going to pick something. <laughs> and I picked, and you'll probably remember the story because we talked about it at the time. I can just see her face. So I thought Kenny Rogers would be good road trip music. <laughs> and she believes in me. Yeah, she believed in you till then. I mean, come on, there's some good stuff here. You got to know now, this is when to hold them. When to hold them. Know when to fold them. Okay, Michael Scott. Know when to walk away. Know when to run. You never count. This is a good one to say. I'm your knight well, did you lip sync this one to her? That'd be great. No, because she was mad at me the whole time I was playing these. I'll never forget, we're going you over the Tennessee River, and she's looking at me like, we're not doing this anymore. We've got tonight. <laughs> Who needs tomorrow? we got tonight. So get ready. A lot of people are getting ready to hit the road over the course of the next month. The advice is is to make sure that you are ready for the road trip with your family. Or, as Kelly said, she plans on doing, she's going to have her family in one car, and she is going to follow them in her car as they head to the beach. I know this sounds crazy. Believe me, I know it. It's crazy. That sounds kind of crazy. You must be crazy. And people are crazy. Well, a man in Japan was arrested for flying a drone while under the influence, which is actually illegal in Japan, as well as several other areas, including New Jersey. But he's a 56-year-old man, and he drank eight beers between 7 a.m. and noon. What's wrong with that, right, Brandon? I mean, that sounds like the summer to me. (laughs) Well, the morning drinking had a wild effect on him because he decided to clean his place. And in the process, he found a drone that he hadn't flown in a while. Well, he got it out, took it for a spin, and promptly crashed it into the neighbor's window. Well, thankfully, it sounds like no one was hurt. And when the police came, the man admitted to drinking and droning. That's really a deal? It is now. Oh, my gosh. It's unclear how you might be punished, but the law hasn't been on the books long, and supposedly he's the first guy to be arrested for it. Right. But offenders could uh, face up to $2,700, so a fine. Yeah. So there's that. But speaking of drinking and droning, people used to accuse me of being a pervert whenever I was driving my drone at the beach. Do what? <laughs> I always wear clothes now. <laughs> that is so dumb. <laughs> and there's even more proof that people are crazy. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Here it is, Tuesday morning. Thanks for having us on. I was all interested in looking at some of the headlines this morning about COVID and the Delta variant and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Have you been following that? A little bit. Yeah, it's kind of a mess. Arkansas, there were headlines about Arkansas leading the nation as far as increase in percentage of population and all that stuff. And so much of it comes back to people talking about how it's people who are unvaccinated who are the ones who are suffering the most. And some of the numbers, like whereas um, it seems like, you know, before late last year, a lot of the people hospitalized were the elderly. It seems like it's happening younger and younger now. Uh, and basically, it's that this this strand of COVID, the Delta variant, which we talked about last week with Dr. Shane Spites, is just more contagious, more transmissible, as they call it. So now we're having to see what that looks like and how quickly people can uh, you know be around it. And then all of a sudden, boom, they're affected by it. Then they go out and affect other people before they know they have it. I told you, and I don't think we talked about this on the air, but we have um, a family member 
who had uh, he received both doses of the vaccine, right? So you think, okay, you're good. You can just go out and do your thing. Uh, went off to Florida on a vacation, came back and had COVID. Man. So that's the news that we didn't want to hear. Right. We didn't want to hear, hey, I'm vaccinated and now I have it. Mm-hmm. Now, they still do say, though, that if you are vaccinated and you come into contact with this variant, it's not going to be uh, as bad for you. They say more than 99% of the COVID-19 deaths at this point and 97% of hospitalizations are among people who are unvaccinated. Hmm. So, I mean, and I know there's going to be people, the political stuff, and should we get vaccinated and all that stuff. But, man, I'm just going to tell you the way I look at it. I want us to be as normal as possible. Yeah. I like the idea if we don't all have to wear masks. I like the idea that we can go to concerts and stuff like that. But imagine if all of a sudden this ramps up and we have to start shutting stuff down again. Right. <laughs> you know, right when baseball has people back in the stands, right as we're gearing up for football, right as, you know, even like WWE crowds back and it makes their show so much better. And I know. And all of a sudden, if we get to the point where we're just going to have to close it down again. There's also talk out the Academy, the American Academy of Pediatrics is thinking, and this is a recommendation, that all kids over the age of two should wear masks to uh, to school. Gosh, I, and I will say this, that that I hate that for them, but I think kids are more resilient than, than adults are. And I'm telling you, I see kids all the time, or I did back when we wore masks more, um, kids don't even realize that they're on. You know what I'm saying? Like, they... They're better than us with that stuff, I think. Yeah, so that's the recommendation is that kids over the age of two wear those to school. And again, school ramps up in like a month. Yes. And we are seeing more cases of children being affected by COVID. Mm -hmm. So anyway, it's a wild story. It's something that we're all having to kind of watch and navigate. I know that there's some people who are going to say, hey, don't be a fear monger. Don't worry. You know, blah, blah, blah. It's media that perpetuates this. But literally the data is out there. Right. It shows people in the hospital and people being infected. So we have to make smart decisions mm-hmm. to protect us and our families. And that's really the key. Like my mission, obviously, if we can help somebody, you know, decide how they want to live their life, that's awesome. If we can just give you an advice or, or kind of, you know, mm-hmm. patch you in a direction. But my most important worry is myself, my wife, my son and our that's family. Right. You know, I don't want Kai to have that. Mm-hmm. I don't want Leslie or me to get it. We've been vaccinated. Right. Kai's 11. He hasn't been. Mm-hmm. So should we be more careful as we go forward? 100%. It's wild, isn't it? Mm-hmm. We thought we were almost at the end of it. And this variant, which Dr. Shane Spites told us, I mean, he told us a month ago, two months ago, hey, this variant's going to be what we have to watch as we get toward the fall. And I know that, you know, we've talked about him so much, and it's like the stuff that he tells us months in advance. Right. The data, it always holds true. Backs it up. Every time. Mm-hmm. Every time he's given, and he's not predicting stuff. He's not Nostradamus. Right. right. He's not just saying, hey, I'm going to go ahead and predict what's going to happen with the future. But when you look at the data mm-hmm. and what's happened around the world, we follow the path of what's happening with mm-hmm. the data. So anyway, we'll have to watch that and prepare over the next little bit. But uh, make sure you realize it's not over. It's not done. Numbers are increasing, and they're increasing right here in Arkansas. Brandon Baxter in the morning. And Kelly Perry, I have one question for you. Are you ready to celebrate some local people? Let's do it. Let's do the birthdays. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. For us. Well, well, well. Time for birthdays for today, Tuesday, July the 20th of 2021. Local birthdays, local celebrities, here we go. Happy birthday goes out to Jason Willett. 
of Jonesboro, who turns 50 today. Happy birthday. We have Byron Owens of Stuttgart celebrating. We have Laura Lawrence of Stuttgart. Blakely Counts of Jonesboro. Kai McLean celebrates. Rob Millspaugh. James Castleberry. Christy Myers is celebrating. Ashley Addison celebrates. Pete Prater of Jonesboro celebrates a birthday today. Brandy Moore. We have Holly Spencer from Wynn. Sherry Broadway of Jonesboro. Les McCainy of Jonesboro. Darren McFall of Leechville celebrates. We have Mallory Seidenstricker of Stuttgart. Austin Borman, also from Stuttgart, celebrating. Elijah Hazelwood of Paragool is 16 today. Elizabeth Huffstedler of Bono is turning 15. And Gail Cook of Egypt, Arkansas celebrates a birthday today as well. And if you have a birthday today, we say this. We say... Happy birthday to all y'all, and you celebrate with these celebrities. Scout Willis is 30, the daughter of Demi Moore. Is she the youngest? I think Scout is the youngest. There was wow. rumor Scout and Tallulah. Oh, uh, maybe Tallulah's the youngest. Maybe. Okay. Anyway, Scout Ju- Willis. Julianne Huff is 33. Of course, we know her as a Dancing with the Stars pro, and she was on Footloose, Rock of Ages, and Grace Live. Julianne Huff, come on now, 33. Mm-hmm. Giselle Bunchton. Did I say that correct, Brandon? I know you know how to say the models' names. Uh, yes, I, yes, I do, and yes, you did. <laughs> Mrs. Tom Brady, she's 41 today. At one point, she was the highest-paid supermodel in the world, and there's still a chance, and probably a pretty good yeah. chance that she is. Happy birthday today to Sandra O, oh, who is 50. That's Dr. Christina Yang on Grey's Anatomy. Josh Holloway is 52. That's Sawyer on Lost. Stone Gassard is 55. You know him from Pearl Jam. Yeah, you mind if I do some Pearl Jam this morning? that even mean? <laughs> Here's the thing about Kelly. We grew up the same time, same era. She, did, she didn't even know Pearl Jam until like the last year. That's true. So... I mean, you've heard these now, right? Oh, yeah. Like so many good ones. This feels like the 90s. You like that? Stone Gossard, Pearl Jam, 55. Kim Carnes is 76 today. You may remember her from this song right here. And she tease you, she'll unease you. All the better just to please you. She's precocious and she knows just what it takes to make a pro blush. She got
Kim Carnes celebrating a birthday today. And happy birthday today to Carlos Santana, oh, yeah. who is 74. Because you're so smooth. Man, this song was huge. A number one song, a big return for Carlos Santana. Thomas and Santana. birthday goes out to my good friend Carlos Santana, who turns 74 today. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, here goes Tuesday morning, and y'all, as always, Kelly Perry. Well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, This is Country Music News on Brandon Baxter in the Morning. And we have Country Music News today on Dan and Shay. There's a couple billion people in the world And a million other places we could be But you're here so Dan and Shay are going to celebrate the release of their next album in a really big way. They just announced that they're planning an outdoor concert at the Ascend Amphitheater in Nashville on the same day their album comes out. Now, their album is called Good Things. Tickets for Dan and Shay's Good Things are going to be go on sale this Friday to the public. Now, if you haven't heard their title track, Good Things, here's Dan and Shay. So when it's late at night and you're still wide awake, if you're with your friends... Oh, you're lonely When you hear somebody start to say my name Or when you think of me I hope you think good things I hope you I like the sound of that. It's Dan and Shay. It's called Good Things. That song's out now, but the album comes out August 13th. All right. We have country music news today on Luke Combs. Football's not too far around the corner, and Luke Combs is the featured act in the big teaser, the big season teaser for the SEC football, which is huge. It is the football of choice for most people in this area, and he name drops the big schools in the teaser. So the song that's out 
is called uh, South on You. It's Luke Combs. The teaser sounds like this. South on you, Luke Combs. The teaser is out. You can check it out on his Instagram. It's Luke Combs getting set for SEC football. We have country music news today on Scotty McCreary. And I need a little you time, you time, red wine, sipping in the moonlight, your touch. So Scotty has a new song out. It's called Why You Gotta Be Like That. And he says that his wife Gabby and I had a date the evening before he, what did I just say? His wife Gabby and I. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, I didn't even okay. know you knew her, but that's yeah, sweet. Surprise, everyone. Anyway, he and his wife, Gabby, had a, a date the night before he wrote the song, and he said that she came downstairs looking gorgeous as usual, and then he said, well, the song tells the rest of the story. Again, the song is by Scotty McCreary. It's called Why You Gotta Be Like That. Here's what it sounds like. Baby, why you gotta wear them jeans? down in a white tank top. Baby, why you gotta be so Looking so good, I can't stop my hands from touching your body. You know I love it, but I got to ask, baby, why, baby, why, baby, why you gotta be like that? So congratulations to Scotty McCreary and my wife, Gabby. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) The song's called Why You Gotta Be Like That. It's by Scotty McCreary. Country music news today on Jason Aldean. Well, lights come on, everybody's screaming, lighters in the sky, everybody's Congratulations to Jason Aldean on his 25th number one song wow. in country music. Blame it on you. It's at the top of the charts right now. And Jason looks back and says, and I quote, 25 number one songs is bigger than I could have dreamed while I was driving that delivery truck back in Macon, Georgia. This one is for the fans, country radio, and my team for taking this crazy ride with us. 25 number ones, and the most recent is this one. I can blame it on whiskey. I wouldn't blame you if you didn't even miss me. Gave you a million reasons, girl, not to be with me. Should have never let you go. Should have never watched you go. I can blame it on a good high. Let it take the blame for why you told me goodbye. Instead of missing you and missing all those good times. Should have never let you go. Should have never The 25 number ones for Jason Aldean. The most recent is Blame It On You. That's your country music news on Arkansas's Morning Show. Brandon Baxter in the Morning presents Today in Pop Culture. All right, so today is July the 20th, and today in pop culture in 1964, Chris Cornell was born. Uh, His name, Christopher John Boyle. He was born in Seattle, Washington. Uh, He passed away in 2017. He's probably best known for this song with Soundgarden. Black hole sun, won't you come? Wash away the rain, black hole. 
Chris Cornell, born on this day in 1964. Today in pop culture in 1968, Johnny Cash was number one on the country charts with this one. When I was just a baby, my mama told me, son, always be a good boy, don't ever play with guns. But I shot a man in Reno just to watch him die. When I hear that whistle blowing, I hang my head and cry. It's Folsom Prison Blues. That was number one in 1968. Today in pop culture in 1969, it was a big day because man went to the moon. It was a big story, of course, across the world in the history books. The two guys up there, Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin, Armstrong walked down the ladder. Uh, Basically, his pulse was registering 160 beats a minute at that point. Can you imagine Mm -mm. you were on the moon? Mm -mm. Like, that's crazy. Those guys got to live that. Now, Andy, did you hear about this one? Reaching a little bit. You You think so? Andy, are you goofing on Elvis? Hey, baby. Are we losing touch? This is the part, though. If you believe they put a man on the moon, man on the moon. Today in pop culture in 1973, a sad day for martial arts fans. Bruce Lee passed away at the age of 32. He was only 32. Uh, They're saying the official cause of death was a brain edema. But that was wild because uh, it was just a few weeks before his movie Enter the Dragon came out. He was an Mm -hmm. icon of martial arts. Uh, Bruce Lee passed away in 1973. Today in pop culture in 1991, EMF was number one on the U.S. singles charts with this one. You're unbelievable. Oh! You're unbelievable. So, 91. Want to keep going? You're unbelievable. Oh! So, that was 91. Today in pop culture in 2012, Kenny Chesney was number one on the country album chart. The album was called Welcome to the Fishbowl. The biggest hit off of that album was this one. I told you I wouldn't call. I told you I wouldn't care. The baby climbing the walls gets me nowhere. I don't think. That I can't take this bed Getting any colder Come over, come over, come over Today in pop culture in 2015 Blake Shelton and Miranda Lambert announced they were divorcing After four years of marriage Now we did get a couple of really big songs Of course, Blake and Miranda wrote this one together About Blake's brother That's a great song. We also got this one. Scott gave you for the ups and downs. God. God 
today about culture in 2017. Kind of another sad deal. Chester Bennington, uh, he was the lead singer of Linkin Park. They announced that he had passed away at the age of 41. But of course, Linkin Park leaves behind some pretty big songs as well. Linkin Park also did this one. So that was 2017 when we found out about the passing of Chester Bennington. Today is July the 20th, and that is today in pop culture. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So is today your long day? Yeah, yeah, it is going to be a long day today. So she's been complaining about this all I know. <laughs> I haven't been complaining about it, but I've decided there's no more there's no more complaining about going places when it has to do with like the kids. Yeah, because what we realize as time goes on is that um, you know, these moments with our kids, uh, while sometimes they can be stressful and sometimes they can be, you know, a lot of things, mm-hmm. a lot of places to go. There comes a point because we did it yep. where all of a sudden we just have to spread our wings and fly. And we as parents have to say, go get them. Yeah, it's true. And uh, my son is uh, he's got a basketball team basketball camp today. So I was telling my husband, I was like, okay, and it's a couple of hours away, you know, and I'm going to go and watch him play. And I was thinking, trying to get everything ready. And then all of a sudden it just hit me, you know, I was trying to work, work out, you know, my schedule so I could go see him play. And then it hit me all of a sudden. I'm like, oh my gosh, he's a senior. Like, this is the last time I'm going to have to work out my schedule to go see him play. Mm. And it it just like, because when you, when, when your kid's born, you think about them graduating high school, but it's, it's like. off in the distance it's like it's not gonna happen to my kid i've got 18 years i've got Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden it's just like oh my gosh it's here and now i feel like i'm about to get all of these last firsts does that make sense uh like explain what you mean by last um his last first day of school his last first ball game his last last ball game his everything is a first last because he's a senior. Now he may go on to college and still go to school and all that kind of stuff. But as far as living under my roof, being my kid, being, you know, in public school, K through 12th grade, like this is it. Because it does feel different by the time you go to college. It just feels different. It does. It's, it's just not, it's not the same family dynamic that it's always been that we've known since he was born, you know? God, it's weird. Um, It makes me sad when I think about it, and Kai's not even 12 yet, he turns yeah. 12 in September, but I start thinking about those moments like, oh my gosh, there is going to be a day where he's going to go and do his own thing. And then I start thinking about what was my mom feeling when I just moved off to Memphis? Yeah, right. Like, All right, mom, I'm 18. I'm out. I'm going to Memphis to do wrestling. Like, oh my God. Let me tell you what she was doing. She was dying. <laughs> she was dying. Yeah, she had to be. And that's, that's how, and you were how old? 18. Like if Kai said to me, hey, dad, I'm 18. I'm moving off to. To chase my dreams in, and maybe Nashville because it's kind of close. I don't know. But let, let's say it's somewhere far off. It's eight or ten hours away. You're like, oh, I don't think so. But at some point, you can't really stop them. I know. And you know what I did yesterday? What? Booked senior pictures. Did you? And here's the thing. So Kurt's my son. My stepdaughter, Ella, is also a senior this year. Yeah. So we're getting Golly. double. Like <laughs> We're like 
both of us are just going to be crybabies all year long. It's like Poor Bruce, the youngest, it's going to be like, gee, y'all have got to pull yourself together. <laughs> yeah, poor Bruce. He's about <laughs> to get smothered as the other kids turn 18 and, right. and go to the next phase. <laughs> so anyway, if He's anyone wants to give me some therapy or counseling on having a, a senior and having all of those first and how to somehow in, put all of this in something that I can remember this by and it's not going to be a you know, a blur. And I want mm. him to have a good year, no, you know? No. Yeah. And you don't want him to realize that you're emotional like that oh, either. He knows I will be. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. But still, yeah, that's tough. And it's, it's the wild rite of passage that parents have to go through. And here's the you thing know? that kills me. You know, a lot of kids are, they're like, I can't wait to get out of high school. I'm ready. I'm ready for the next level. Mm. I'm ready to go. You know what Kurt says? What? I don't want it to end mom. Oh, does he really? Yeah. So it's just like that makes it even worse because he's like, man, I don't want high school to be over. This has been great. You know, I'm gonna text him. And, oh, what do you, and what are you texting him? I'm going to text him if he really doesn't want it to end. He just needs to fail. Go, yes. Go ahead and say, hey, I've got a great just idea. Fail all your classes. Just fail all your classes. Go again next year. Yeah. I don't know if that would work with his basketball eligibility. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, so here we go. It's Tuesday morning, and man, it seems like once a week we do this weird coincidence of what we wear to work. Like there's days where we both show up wearing the exact same t-shirts, uh-huh. and we're like, wait, there's no way nobody's going to believe we didn't try to plan this for a photo shoot. But legit, like it just happened. Don't you think it probably happens a couple of times a week? We almost dress identical. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Uh, and we never know like what the mood's going to be, like what the mood of the show is going to be. So today, Kelly shows up wearing some Willie. On the road again. Hey! Just can't wait to get on the road again. And oddly enough, I show up wearing some Johnny. I fell into a burning ring of fire. I went down, down, So as down, I realize it, she is repping Willie Nelson and I'm repping Johnny Cash today. All coincidence. I'm like, we should just take a picture and show people that we did this and then let people know it's uh, just a coincidence. And there, people are going to think that's not a coincidence. They did it on purpose right. like for a photo shoot. But legit, it just happened. And if you've been listening to the show for a while, you know that, Brandon, uh, we take a lot of pictures. Yeah, we take a bunch of pictures. And for those of you who are lucky enough to have taken a photo with us, wow, many of you will Blessed comment. Blessed. <laughs> many of you comment on the fact that you've heard how this goes. And you don't drop your pose. You wait for me to approve the the photo, all this stuff. So, like, this has become a thing. Yeah. And when uh, we were in a, at an event one time and when the people saw you bringing down the ring light, they uh, all started laughing because yeah. they were like, it's true. And I'm like, y'all, we don't make up any of this. This mm. is all 100%. He does it at his own house with his family. <laughs> he does it at work. And we carry around ring lights at uh, at other places. But um, we had to take a picture today. And I wanted to let everyone know some of the things I have to deal with no. when we're taking pictures. Yeah. Here's a deal. And the main thing is I just want the pictures to be good because people will see them. Uh-huh. And I don't want people to what's be the judging. thing you always say you have to preserve your what, what's you're saying. You always say I have to preserve preserve my image. Yeah. Preserve my image. Perception is reality. And when anytime preserve he, your image, he, I had this conversation with Butch Jones. I'm sitting I'm uh, at this event talking to the head football coach of Arkansas State University. Our first time together. We've peeled off one-on-one, right? I guarantee you he's not a picture diva like you are. No, I bet he is. No, he's much more like me than you would think. 
Well, that, he and that's probably fine. Will, he will hate me for saying that, though. No, but he he should be. I get it. He's in like that level where you. I mean, you want to have a good picture. You want image, people, right? I perception. Get that. I get that. Public. You're in the public eye. But y'all, let me. I've got some quotes that no. has ha- that have happened today. Mm-hmm. That has happened today. Mm-hmm. All right. So there was one picture. He's like, let me see that one. Let me see that one. And he's like, oh, that's a good one. And I was like, Brandon, my eyes are closed. And you're like, but it's a good one of me. <laughs> There's that. So well, he never looks at me in the picture. He only looks at himself. No, that's not and true. And if everything looks right, he's like, yeah, let's this one. And I, mine could, I, I could be totally horrible. Now, in, you in have done that to me, too, because my eyes are so bad. You sent me photos one time, and I couldn't tell that my eyes were closed. <laughs> and I still posted them on my own stuff. Okay, here's another one. What? Quote, this is Brandon, after he's looking at the picture. Why does my face look like that? <laughs> And I just started laughing, and then you get mad at me for laughing. That's because, true. All right, and here's this is this because is, sometimes I do a face that's like um, <laughs> because I'm trying too hard, and sometimes it's like Durr. now this is probably the most jerk thing that you've said. What quote? Scoot up! It makes me look smaller. <laughs> yeah, y'all. But that was Brandon a joke. Brandon said that. No, that was a me. That was a was joke. <laughs> that was a joke, uh-huh. I promise. <laughs> oh, nobody's ever going to want to take yep. pictures with us again. Oh, no. She's a walking, talking encyclopedia. Here's Kelly Perry's Did You Know on Brandon Baxter in the Morning. Did you know there used to be male engagement rings? You know the story. The man spends a small fortune for a ring, kneels, and pops the question. Mm-hmm. Well, in 1926, jewelers paired with adver- advertisers to sell the concept of a man engagement ring. Really? The male engagement rings had names like the pilot, the stag, and the master. Really? Yeah. So the guy would buy it for himself, basically to mark himself as taken? I, I guess so. Okay. Gotcha. Hmm. Did you know someone on the set of Titanic spiked the seafood chowder with PCP and got dozens of the cast and crew members high, what? including director James Cameron? Oh, my God. Yeah. That's crazy. Did you know Vin Diesel is a huge fan of Dungeons and Dragons? He's been playing for more than 20 years and wrote the foreword to a book called 30 Years of Adventure, A Celebration of Dungeons and Dragons. I had no idea about that and if you didn't know now you know brandon baxter in the morning so i've been going to the gym for the last number of weeks because i've done like the garage workouts forever and um you know like we thought okay the pandemic just about done i'm gonna go ahead and get back in the gym and we're gonna take leslie she's gonna get back in and i've said before that me being back in the gym environment is i think it's good for me because i don't know you can work out to me i work out harder there Mm mm-hmm because I can go with more weight. Yeah. Uh, I feel better because there's people there. Like if I got stuck under the bar at home, I'd probably just die. Yeah. Because <laughs> nobody's out there in my garage. <laughs> and our neighbors are all kind of far off too. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, but if I get stuck under the bar at uh, the gym. There's friends. I mean, at least people would see me there. I don't know if they'd help me, but at least right. they'd know I'm there. Yeah. But I did notice that I, I do this one thing because like I love the pump. And I think any guy who works out loves the pump. Like if we could walk around with the pump. We would feel like a million bucks. What's the pump? For for those of us that don't know what the pump is. You know how your your blood flows into the muscle and all of a sudden it appears to be larger? That's what happens. Oh. You get that pump and your veins look more vascular and okay. stuff like that. So you, like guys love the pump. I'm not mm-hmm. sure if girls, surely girls get the pump as well. But guys love it especially. And I noticed that um, 
there were a couple times where, like, in between my sets, I'm like, ooh, ooh, tough, oh, tough guy doing my stuff, trying to do my stuff. Uh, and, I, you know, it's like, I got to take a break. You got to take a minute break or a minute and a half, depending on how heavy you're lifting. Did you breathe in between sets? I breathe okay. all the time. I'm a heavy breather. And then I went over to the mirror and I was looking at myself. And then I thought, I wonder if other people get this close to the mirror just to look at themselves. Because isn't that the reason the mirror is there? Isn't the mirror there to help you with your technique? So like if you're doing like, I don't know, a bicep curl, you can make sure that your elbow is at the same, whatever. And it just kind of makes sure it's just making sure you're doing it correctly, right? Is that what it's there for? Oh, God. It's not there for you to kind of flex in it and see how you look. I know that people do that. Are you one of those? Oh, wow. I don't full-on flex like I'm Hulk Hogan. Like, I don't do the Hulk Hogan thing at the end of the wrestling match or anything like that. But I will go up to it, and I'll kind of look at myself, and I'll kind of turn a little bit. And you know the face, because Leslie and Kai both make the face I make in a mirror. No, it's your duck lip face. You have to do your nostrils, and then you do some duck lip, like, blow your... uh, Breath out. Like I don't very know what serious. you do, but it's a thing. I was just like, why do you look like you're mad? I'm like, I don't. I look like I'm in shape. <laughs> but, oh, that's his in shape look. But then I started noticing that, like, a lot of people, they might look at themselves from far off in the mirror, but most of them don't walk up to the mirror and look at themselves. All right. So what does that tell you? That tells me I have a problem. <laughs> So what I'm going to have to do is subtly figure out how to walk up to the mirror and pretend like I'm doing something else. Oh, like you have something in your eye. Yeah, like, oh, let me check my eye. Oh, yeah, I've got something. Right. Oh, there's some sweat that has gotten down in my bicep. Let me flex it to see if that's what you're doing. Because surely if the mirror is there, I didn't even think about it being there for technique. I thought it was there to motivate you in the pump. What? You remind me, our martial arts school has mirrors, and yep. my husband hates them because the kids, like if the kids in class, will start looking at themselves and yep. they won't actually concentrate or listen because they're too busy, like posing and looking at themselves. Yep. That would be you if you were in class. You wouldn't even be able to do a kickboxing no. class because you'd be flexing looking at yourself. 100%. Wow. I was talking to your son earlier today. Kurt was telling me that after he got done with the, <laughs> reading the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue, he went to the gym. There's mirrors in the gym that he goes to as well, which I thought was kind of great. And he said that he thought the reason the mirrors were there were so you could check out the girls. That's just what he said. <laughs> of course he did. But I'm not sure if he's telling me the truth. Or right. Not. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right. So people have this idea that sometimes we turn to food to get in a better mood. Sometimes food is the mood. That's not the idea. That is the actual truth for me. Yeah. So if, if you were to leave today, have you had anything to eat uh-huh. yet? I had a granola bar and a banana. But I need to be better about eating more food in the morning. But I don't want to make the noise in the racket because we wake up so yeah, early. Like who wants to cook? Right. Who has time for that? But they say foods that people turn to. The number one food people turn to when they want to uh, be happy and they believe it does have a mood boosting power is milk chocolate. Then they say dark chocolate's number two on the list, which I was kind of surprised by that. I would eat that, but that's not my go-to. Milk chocolate Mm -hmm. is the one you go to. Mm -hmm. Kyle, I was going to the store and he had me get his candy and he's like, what should I get, dad? I think I want some type of chocolate. And I'm like, I don't know, Kyle, Snickers, the payday bar with the chocolate, M&M's. He's like, what about those those little circle ones? And he was talking about the Rolos. 
Oh, yeah, those are good. So I remember my mom loving those when mm-hmm. I was a kid. Yep. But then when Kai, when Kai was little, um, do you remember on the movie Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, or was it Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory? The old one. Yeah. They had scrum diddlyumptious bars. Yes. And like you could pull off little pieces. So we told Kai Rolos when he was a kid were scrum diddlyumptious bars. So he would say he wanted a scrum diddlyumptious bar. Aww. But he got all excited to have that. Milk chocolate's the number one food that people turn to to make them happy. Then it's dark chocolate. Then it's coffee. Hmm. Which for me, like if I realize I'm going to run out of coffee, it could be 1030 at night and I'm not going to have coffee for the next morning. I'm going to the store. Yeah. Like, no, nah, I'm not going to wake up and not have the coffee. It's comforting, too. I did read the other day. I was looking through, and I can't remember where I saw this. It might have just been somebody's poll on, on social media. But um, a lot of people prefer iced coffee over warm coffee. I would much rather have. It, it has to be a sweet one, though. I can't just have, like, black cold black coffee. Yeah, no, that's not good. Mm-hmm. But it would have to. Yeah, I get it. But yeah. a lot of people prefer the iced type of coffee. I did see on TV that uh, there's going to be a new energy drink from uh, the Bucks, the Starbucks. Really? Yeah. So I'll have to try that. Hmm. Uh, ice cream makes a list of foods we yes. turn to to put us in better moods. Chocolate cookies, cake, bananas. Mm-mm. I'm never going to say, oh, I, you know, I want to be in a better mood. I'm going to go eat a banana. Yeah. <laughs> Does that make any sense? Like nope. I, I ate one today, but uh, some berries make the list. I'm not sure okay. what type of berries. Uh, pizza makes a list. Definitely. Beer makes a list. Red wine, fries, cheese. And anything labeled as sweets. Also, nuts make the list. Hmm. And some people like salmon. You know what? What? (laughs) To get in a good mood, I'm going to go home and I'm going to bake me some salmon. And I am going to be the happiest guy on the planet. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So Jeff Bezos has done it. He has gone up into space, at least right close to space. Uh, He's the richest astronaut in history. He's launched off into space today. Blue Origin was uh, launched in Van Horn, Texas, right around 8 o'clock this morning. And he's made it home. Wow. Up and back. (laughs) So they were uh, four minutes, zero gravity, basically, before coming back down to Earth, which is pretty wild, right? So the whole vision of this, the whole idea that this guy's rich enough that he can go up there almost to the, the edge of space. They said they were up 11 minutes. They were 66 miles high total. Uh, and they were up there without uh, gravity for four minutes. So was this the cool. trip that his brother? I wonder if his brother went with him on this one, or if you have to go separate. You know no, what I'm saying? No, his brother was on the same okay. thing. This All is right. the one. It was him and his brother and the astronaut, the female astronaut who is in her 80s now, who didn't have the chance to go. Like she wow. trained, but didn't have the chance to go. So I don't know, man. To me, it was one of those brave deals just to say, "Hey, I want to risk it. I want to see if I can do it." You're 66 miles above the Earth, and it turned out just fine. If you've so, got the money, do it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Jeff Bezos has made it official today. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So if you go back and check out today's Brandon Baxter in the morning podcast, you'll hear Kelly almost lose it. She's talking about her son, Kurt, who is 18. And the wild thing about this is she realizes as he heads into his senior year, he will be experiencing a lot of last firsts. It's going to kill me, guys. So the last first day of school. Yeah. We go through all of that today on the show. Also, I reveal the magazines that uh, Kelly's son has been avidly reading as of late. (laughs) He's going to be so mad at you. That's on the podcast today (laughs) as well, so you can go check it out. Also, we talk about kind of what it's like behind the scenes if we're going to take a photo together. Uh, Obnoxious is is what it's like. Real stories. We talk COVID (laughs) in Arkansas, masks potentially being back for schools. 
Uh, we also, uh, I asked Kelly the question, a very important question on, is it weird that I get real close to the mirror to look at myself when I'm working out at workout anytime? <laughs> Nobody else really does that, but is it weird for me to do it? <laughs> you can check out all of that on today's Brandon Baxter in the morning podcast available wherever you get podcasts. Kelly Perry. What's on TV tonight? Game six of the NBA Finals. The Bucks lead 3-2 going into tonight's game uh, against the Phoenix Suns. You got anybody for that game? You know, I haven't been watching a lot, but since I have a son, I think I'll go for the <laughs> Suns. I don't have many bucks. <laughs> nice. <laughs> also on tonight, America's Got Talent, the seventh season, uh, seventh season finale of The Flash, for- the season finale of Mental <laughs> Mental. <laughs> You can't do that. Mental Samurai and... Did you say when you were doing martial arts, you were known as the Minstrel Samurai? (laughs) Hope you guys have a great day. And we'll talk to you back here tomorrow morning on Brandon Baxter in the morning.